0: Hi, welcome to James Miller Lifeology, where you learn to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. My name is James Miller. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a composer. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's get started. Did you know that on jamesmillerlifeology.com, you can enroll in the academy I created for listeners just like you? I've created courses you may take at your own pace, which will help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. Enroll in one of the classes today. great show for you today. I'm going to give you one simple tool that will be the foundation for your personal development. I also have a fantastic guest today, Dr. Willie Jolly, who is a world renowned speaker, has a number one motivational show in America on Sirius XM, and is also the man who saved Ford Motors from bankruptcy almost a decade ago. His new book, An Attitude of Excellence, Get the Best from Yourself, Your Team, and Your Organization, teaches employers and employees how to stage their own comeback. For more information about Dr. Jolly, please visit willyjolly.com forward slash gift. That's W-I-L-L-I-E-J-O-L-L-E-Y.com forward slash gift. You may also purchase his book at attitudeofexcellence.com on Amazon or in the previous guest products section in the store at jamesmillerlifeology.com or at lifeology.tv. way. Your change can start today. Once again, go to my website jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page work with James. Fill out that form to get started today. <music> Improving your self-development. Life happens to us all the time. We experience the highs and lows and the joys and sometimes the pain of life, but it's going to continually happen whether we want it to or not. Think of your life like a river. The current is always going to move whether we realize it or not. So life will always happen around you. What do you do to improve your self-development? Of course, reading books, podcasts, seminars, all of those things are incredibly important because it gives us information that we perhaps didn't know ourselves, but also allows for a level of accountability. One question that I always ask myself, and I really recommend this to all my patients and to all of you as well, is to simply ask yourself, what am I learning about myself right now? That question is probably one of the most powerful questions you can ever ask yourself. And it's really the basis of all self-development. Think about it. If you are in a conflict with somebody and you immediately ask yourself that in the moment, you'll determine how you're going to handle that situation or even upon reflection, You can ask yourself for example james what did you learn about yourself right now well i learned that i have compassion regardless if i think someone deserves it or not i can still be compassionate or perhaps there's a blind spot that i didn't realize when it comes to anger in my own life and i reacted in a very verbally aggressive way that simple question will always give you the insight of what you can do in the moment and also upon reflection of how you handled anything because remember. The more often you can trust yourself to be congruent, or in other words, be equal with what your personal life is or how you view yourself in connection or in correlation with your actions, you'll know that it doesn't really matter what happens around you because you're going to be consistent. You're going to be true to who you are. Your personal integrity is always going to shine. When you take the reins and become your own self-development coach or your own experts in your life, you can use every opportunity to grow exponentially. That simple question, what am I learning about myself right now, will either pinpoint some blind spots that you didn't realize were in your life, or will also give you an opportunity to really compliment and affirm the growth that you are experiencing. It can be from the largest thing to the smallest thing. For example, for me, every morning, I start my day walking my dog, listening to positive self-affirmations that, since I do radio, I've recorded for myself, so I can hear that every morning. But if I'm walking my dog, and he wants to go one direction, and I'm going a different direction and I spill my coffee, which has happened many times, I can immediately ask myself, James, what are you learning about yourself right now? Because if I get annoyed at my dog for pulling on a leash and I'm not paying attention and I spill my coffee, well, that's really on me. He's simply doing what a dog does. So if I ask myself, what am I learning about myself right now? If I find that I don't have patience or I get annoyed easily, that is a really good indication for me to check that So as i start my day that will not be a part of my day because i've been able to recognize that ah perhaps i was dwelling on something while i was sleeping and didn't realize it and that's now presenting itself in my morning walk when you can continually ask yourself that question you'll find that you no longer do the things that perhaps you did in the past because you weren't aware that there was a lesson for you to learn and that's the really exciting part i think for any personal development is to recognize how far you've come after you have the self-awareness You're going to hear a fantastic interview with my guest, Dr. Willie Jolly. He has a fantastic book that I definitely want you to purchase, and it's going to really give you additional tools and techniques that you can use on a daily basis. So ask this question, what am I learning about myself? Read his book, which is going to give you so many tools and techniques that are going to help you transform your life in a very quick and rapid way. The person you are today doesn't have to be the person you are five minutes from now. The choice is yours. As you have this personal self-development and ask these questions, read his book, you're gonna see that your life will be transformed like you've never experienced before. A quick example of one of the courses you'll find in the academy entitled Spirit Mind Body, The Perfect Triad. This non-religious course helps you understand how your intuition, or rather your gut, your logic and your body all work together to help you overcome any obstacle you may face. Enroll in the class today. My guest today is Dr. Willie Jolly, who's a world-renowned speaker and has a number one motivational show in America on Sirius XM. He is also the man who saved Ford Motors from bankruptcy almost a decade ago. His new book, An Attitude of Excellence, Get the Best From Yourself, Your Team, and Your Organization, teaches employers and employees how to stage their own comeback. Welcome to my show, Dr. Jolly.
1: Well, thank you so much. It's a privilege and a pleasure and a treat and a treasure to be (laughs) on with you. And I start every interview, every show, every speech with the same little piece. It says, I have only just a minute, only sixty seconds in it. It's forced upon me. I can't refuse it. I didn't seek it. I didn't choose it. But it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it, give account if I abuse it. Just a tiny little minute, but our eternity's wrapped up in it. So I'm grateful for this minute, this moment, this opportunity to share with you and your listeners that all things are possible if you can yes, believe and how yes, to yes. change their lives and turn their thinking around and change their Future, their finances, their family, and their focus. So I'm excited about being on with you.
0: Well, sir, I that's enough said right there. We could end the show right now with all that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but thank you so much. I know you're so busy. So once again, thank you for joining with us today. I love to get people's origin stories, and I was reading about yours. And yeah. as a um, as a recording artist, you started your. You know, you're doing well in your in your career. And then all of a sudden, you were replaced by what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was a a pretty popular nightclub singer in the Washington, D.C. area Uh and had built a very, very, I guess, good Mm -hmm. nightclub act. And people would line up at seven o'clock for the eight o'clock show, nine o'clock for the 10 o'clock show. It was a small club, but it was packed out every night. Well, one night I went in the club owner and said, I want to talk to you after tonight's show. I'm telling the guys in the band, they want to talk. We've been selling out for months. we got standing room only audiences. We're finally going to get our raise. And then i go in. He says, you were great. The people loved you. You were fantastic. I said, thank you. And I'm thinking, oh, wow. Now let's mm-hmm. talk about the money and my raise. <laughs> and he says, that's why it's hard for me to tell you that we've got to let you go. What? You, what? Wow. what? And he said, well, it's not personal. Mm-hmm. We love you. But live entertainment is is uh expensive and so we got to pay you and the band well we found something that's cheaper than a live band and live entertainment that's filling up nightclubs and we pay for it once and it's done. We bought a karaoke machine. Oh <laughs> right in the time of that karaoke craze.
0: <laughs> I remember, yes. <laughs> it was a little bit much. Well, how and did you? So-, so you went from this. So you're the, like the, almost the pinnacle of your, your career, in other words, um, yeah. in that career. And then all of a sudden you get this closed door slam in your face. What did Slammed you do? Slam in there? my
1: face. <laughs> I, I, I had a setback. Yeah. And this setback was devastating because I had worked so hard to build their club, I had sent out my own. Postcards, this is before the internet, Mm -hmm. sent out postcards. I do interviews on radio and television. I promoted it. I built their clientele, I built their audience, and yet I got fired. Now, Mm -hmm. many people who are listening to this. Are, are are maybe in the same boat. They have worked hard. They have done the right thing. They have gone the extra mile, but due to circumstances beyond their control, yes. whether it's economic, whether it's a downturn in the environment or the economy or a downturn in their personal lives, something happened, they had a setback, they have had a shift in their mm-hmm. sense of normalcy. and. And so I had my normalcy was was disrupted, it was broken up. And so what do I do now? All I know to be is a singer, I, this was the best gig in town in terms of the pay scale. Sure. What am I gonna do now? And while I was trying to figure it out, a friend of mine gave me a motivational tape. I had never heard a motivational tape before in my life. And on this tape, I heard a message that said, in five years, you're going to be the same person you are today, except for two things. The people you meet who inspire you, the books you read that empower you. If you want better results, you got to do some better things. If you want change to happen, you've got to change. And so I started listening to motivation. I started reading books. I started going to seminars. I started changing my thinking and realizing that what I had been thinking of was like a musician, and many people, whether in music or not, mm-hmm. think this way. I'm gonna work and wait for my break. Something along the way will come along and will give me my break. And what I learned was that the ones who are most successful are not waiting for their break, That's they're right. creating their yes. breaks. Yes. And so I said, you know, it's time for me to create my break. So while I was figuring out what I was gonna do, I took a job with the Washington DC public school system. As a drug prevention coordinator, and as part of my job, I had to give little speeches to kids about staying away from drugs. And because I was entertaining and that I was able to give this little message, I, I mixed the two. People seemed to like it. The, then the teachers would say, oh, that was good. Can you go to my friend's school? I go to friend's school. Then someone there wow. would say, hey, can you come to my teacher's association meeting? We'd like to have you speak for that. Okay. Then I, they, someone at the teacher's association meeting would say, hey, can can you come to my church? And then someone <laughs> at the church would come up after and say, hey, hey, can can you come to my company. I work for this company, that company, this government agency, this network marketing group. Can, can you come and speak for us? And I said, well, I guess I could. And I kept speaking. And then Les Brown, the great motivational mm, speaker, yes. heard me speak at a little in a little room in a hotel. He was going to be doing a big rally in that same hotel later that night. He just happened to be walking by my room How and providential, yeah. And same up afterwards and said you do something different. You speak and you sing. I've got a new tour that I'm launching. Uh, he was married at that point to Gladys Knight called the Music and Motivation Dream Team Tour. And he said, I, I'm, I've i been looking all over for a speaker who could also sing. Wow. And we needed an opening act for somebody who would do both. And are you interested in being in I said, I think so. <laughs> well, let me so, think about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I yeah. so I went on a tour with Les Brown, Gladys Knight, Billy Preston, wow. and it was terrific. And as a result of that, Gladys Knight and Les Brown introduced me to some radio people. And I got a little radio show, a little teeny one, one minute radio show on a little teeny AM station. But the show caught on. And before long, the big FM station called and said, we like what you're doing. And I went with the ex-FM station, and that led to the bigger, bigger FM station calling and saying, we want you over here. And I did that for 15 years. As a result of that, uh, Sirius XM invited me to do a, uh, a radio show, a one-hour show, and it turned into a two-hour show. <laughs> and then uh, it was a live show. And now I'm back to one hour, but it airs four times a week. And I do one interview per week with the likes of a General Colin Powell, Mark Victor Hansen, wow. Damon John, Jack Canfield, um, uh, John Maxwell, Les Brown, Wally famous as Bill Marriott. And every week I have a, a, a thought leader or a success story a who has done great things after nice. having challenges. So the, the, the show became... Uh, The number one and is now the number one self-help show in America on Sirius XM, which led to a book publisher hearing (laughs) me on the radio (laughs) and saying, calling my office one day and say, hey, I heard you on the radio. I love your ideas. You ever thought about writing a book? I said, no, I never. I never thought about it. Mm -hmm. I I, I barely read books coming out of high school, going to college. uh, Writing a book never even crossed my mind. He said, well, let me make you an offer. I said, what did you say? He said, <laughs> he told me how much money he was offering. I said, uh, uh, yeah, I can write a book. I'm going to write a book. So I, I wrote, a wrote a whole book. series for you. <laughs> I wrote a book called It Only Takes a Minute to Change Your Life. Yes. Came a national bestseller. Then the book that put me on the, really on the map globally, A Setback is a Setup for mm. a Comeback, which still sells exceptionally well, then turned setbacks into greenbacks. Then uh, chicken Soup for the Soul, then my marriage book, Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last with my wife. We've been married for going on 34 years, haven't had an argument in 30 years. <laughs> and so we wrote a book about what we've learned, how not to argue. After the first couple of years of being like World War Three, we learned some principles that transformed our marriage and we haven't had an argument in over 30 years. Yeah. And um, and then the new book, An Attitude of Excellence, All because, uh, all because of somebody hear me on the radio. Then in 1999, I was speaking in Dallas, Texas, and my pager at that point was going crazy. My office was trying to reach me urgently. And I said, what is it that you you're so need for me to call you? They said, Toastmasters International keeps calling. Wow! So they, they say it's urgent that they talk to you. I say, well, well, that's the big speaking organization. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a member of Toastmasters. I wonder what they want. So I called Toastmasters and I said, this is Willie Jolly. And a lady said, We've been awaiting your call. We've been trying to reach you. I said, well, yeah, how can I help you? She said, we just want to let you know you've just been named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by our 175,000 members. Oh, my gosh. Former winners include Colin Powell, Norman Schwarzkopf, Nelson Mandela, Margaret Thatcher, Christopher Reeve. And I was shocked. I said, you sure you got the right person? <laughs> <laughs> this, my name is Willie Jolly. Willie Jolly. He said, from Washington, D.C. Yeah, I, yeah. The one who wrote the book, A Setback Set Up for a comeback. I said, yeah. She said, You're the one. I said, But those are big dogs. I'm a little dog. I'm not a household name. And she said something I'll never forget. She said, A little dog keep yapping loud enough, strong Mm. enough, and bold enough, big dogs start to hear about you. And you've been yapping strong. And so the story is that you go from losing your job, having a setback, being depressed, being discouraged, being somewhat despondent, Mm -hmm. to getting a motivational tape some positive content some positive information that changes your outlook and it is through those moments that you can change your destiny yes and that's why I want to say to people who are listening and I'm so glad all of you are listening to this broadcast because this is the kind of information that you can get Whenever he puts something new on online, this is the kind of information that could literally change your destiny. So I applaud you for having the <laughs> <Thank> show. <you. laughs> and I applaud all of those who are listening for taking time out of their schedules. Because how many of you who are listening know somebody who needs to be listening to this, know somebody who are living lives of quiet desperation? Many people are living lives they, 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 of quiet desperation. They look good on the outside. But on the inside, yes. they are yes, they're a mess. They're just a mess. You, you're a psychotherapist. Mm-hmm. You know that very well, yes. that that people, they look good, they drive, a, they get a fancy car and try to impact and improve their self-esteem by the house they live in and the car. But on the inside, they're all the pieces. Mm-hmm. And so what this message is, is a message of hope and possibility that if this guy, this nightclub singer, <laughs> who was broke, busted, and disgusted, Could become one of the top speakers in America and in the world now, according to Toastmasters. Could have best-selling books. Could have a a top-rated radio show. Could do PBS specials. Could travel around the world giving speeches. Hey, so can you? That's amazing. Sure, you can. So, it's what what does it take? That's why we we talk about the attitude of excellence. Mm -hmm. The attitude of excellence book was born out of. My work with Ford Motor Company.
0: Yeah, I was reading about that. that that's that's yeah. amazing. I mean, you did yeah, some phenomenal work with them. I can't even well, imagine it.
1: I'm grateful. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. let me tell you, I'm just grateful because I got a call in 2006, in in September 2006, from the Ford executive team. One of their executives had heard me speak at a conference in Florida, and had bought my book, a setback as a setup for a comeback. Well, in 2006, Ford brought in a new CEO named Alan Mulally, because Ford's market share had gone from 50 percent market share down to 15 percent. Oh, wow! They wow. were to, to pass by Toyota, and they were on their way out of business, and so they had to make a choice. They brought in Alan Mulally, who was the former CEO of Boeing, and Alan said, "We've got to change the culture of this company." are we out of business? Mm. And so, with that in mind, they brought me in, I worked with Ford in 2006, 2007, 2008, and 2009, Ford was able to reject a government bailout and go from losing a million dollars a month in 2006 to making a billion, a billion dollars a month in 2009. Wow. All because they changed the thinking. Now, economy didn't go up, things didn't go well, the recession was still alive, but, they change the thinking of the people. And that's what this book talks about. How to change the thinking of the people. Well, I wanted to ask you that
0: because when we look at even the title of the book, An Attitude of Excellence, to Get the Best from Yourself, Your Team, and Your Organizations, how would you measure or quantify the word excellence? Because everybody has a different meaning of what that is. There's a difference between a philosophy of excellence or versus doing a behavior that, should, that demonstrates
1: excellence. Right. So here's the deal. Attitude of excellence. Is, attitude is mindset.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Excellence is skill set. One is thinking, one is action. Yes. So when you're excellent, you it's some action you're taking, but attitude is the mindset. Intrinsic, Sure. Yeah, it's how you 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 do what you do, uh, or why you do what you do, and the excellence is how you do what you do. So attitude of excellence, a mindset. Of being excellent in what you do, and so that is how we saw from, from Alan Malali instilled in Ford. He instilled this message in Ford that, hey, you can change where you are, what you're doing, how you proceed, and they used me to get that message to the workers. and I went all over the country doing these events for Ford in 2006, and in 2007, they brought me in to do television and radio spots for the workers as well as for the community to say, it's comeback time, let's be excellent. And then in 2008, we did another tour about the importance of creating world-class vehicles. So, attitude of excellence
0: so creating that attitude of excellence how did that change the culture because obviously the culture starts with individual people and then when they lived a life of excellence then it merged together to create the the culture of that how were you able to instill that with each individual so it then expanded into the cultural theme of the company so people that are listening to this can also do that for themselves
1: well that's why i'm holding in the, in my hand the new book mm-hmm. an attitude of excellence get the best from yourself mm-hmm. your team and your organization so this book is a book that does this. It tells what we did at Ford in written form. It was two parts. First is organizational development, growing the organization. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's leadership, change, team building, customer service, and attitude. Then the other half of the book was a book I was writing by itself, and I combined the two. The second half of the book is personal development, Mm. How you grow yourself. See, the best way to grow your future is grow yourself.
0: Yes, that's true. All
1: right, The best way to grow your organization is grow your people. Yes. So if you're going to have great success, you must grow your people, grow yourself, and then grow the success. So that's what the book does. And I'm very grateful that Alan Mulally, the CEO of Ford when I was there, gave me the forward. I read that. Yes, that's great. And he speaks to that. He says, Willie Jolly has written a a powerful book that speaks to the impact of an attitude of excellence by every member of our teams. Our attitude of excellence creates a high-performance, smart, and healthy working together culture that pulls everyone together around a compelling vision comprehensive strategies and relentless positive implementation for the benefit of all the organization's stakeholders. Share this with every member of your team." Well, what he's saying there is that I learned these lesson from him. I have a picture with me and him uh, in his office in the beginning of the book. And what it's saying is to the people who read the book, look, you want to grow your organization, you've got to make sure that everybody's on the same page. Mm-hmm. Because if yeah. they're not on the same, you know, how are you going to have? Same every, objectives. That's sure. yes, right. And and if they're all running in different directions, you're going to have a mess. But if you get them running together, it's like uh, if somebody asked me, do you get nervous before you speak? I said, well, I used to have the butterflies flying all around like they were crazy. <laughs> what I learned when I got a compelling vision of what my mission was is that Now I have the butterflies flying in formation. Oh, I love that. All right. That's great. So so that's what we want to do with with people in their organizations. Everybody who is listening, one, I want you to go to attitudeofexcellence.com and get a free chapter. There's a chapter. One of the most powerful chapters in the book is that whole Alamalali story that is right there free for you. Go and get it. And now if you have a business. I'm encouraging you to get copies for everybody on yes. your team. Because as, as I said, if you want everybody on the same page in your organization, they need to be reading out the same book. Yes, And right. so my, yes. Friend, my friend Gail Smith Howard is the general manager of the Hyatt Regency in Washington, D.C. And I got her a copy of the book. She read the book, called me and said, I need I love that. That's amazing. I need boxes. Everybody (laughs) on my team. I want them to have those 10 commandments of customer service you have in the customer service section. I want them to know how everybody must be a leader and if you see a piece of paper on the floor whether it's your job or not you pick it up. That's right. I want everybody also though to read the second half of the book so that they can prosper and when they leave our employee, they are better than when they came yes. and that they can start to have greater success. So this book is something that I've been working on for years. This is a 10-year process wow. that finally is ready for uh, uh, mass distribution. Here's the thing, is not new. The original version had a picture of me on the front cover, but it wasn't available in stores. It was only available through my clients who bought it for uh, their people. So we had a. We know that this book changes organizations. Yes. Yes. Now we want to change massive lives.
0: And you know what I, what I really love about this book as well is it's not just for, for organizations, but like, like the title says, for the, your best self as well. So people who yes. are not necessarily in an organization or maybe um, they have a different type of career that may not be in a, in a larger organization, this is still for you as well. So I really Absolutely. want my listeners to hear that because there's a part of this that's that you can really transform your life as well. So make sure you definitely go out and purchase that. Dr. Willie Jell, it has been an absolute pleasure having oh, you on my just show today. to be <laughs> on with I wish you we could
1: be and... a longer. I uh, know. And uh, look, what I'm a give. I want people to go to is willyjolly.com slash gift willyjolly.com slash gift we got some audio some videos some XM shows lots of good stuff there just as a gift to people who are in my network now they're in my networks and because of you and I want to thank you for having me on your show and you're awesome and hopefully you will Get to spend some more time down the road again. I would like
0: that. Thank you so much. Now, I know your book can also be purchased, like you said initially, in attitudeofexcellence.com. But Quite if I Amazon. List- exactly. So what I will do as well, my listeners know that if you're not able to find the book in any other place, simply go to my store in the previous guest section in the store at oh, jamesmillaylifeology.com, okay, and they can find it there as well. Willie Jolly, thank you so much for being a fantastic guest on my show today. I really appreciate your time.
1: It's a joy and a privilege and a pleasure. Have a great day.
0: Thank you.